Hello and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. I'm joined with Mr. Joe Druitt. Hello there. And a Matthew Barber. Hey, hey, hey. And not Simo because he left us for Australia. And, and Drabbers is over it, as you yeah. can tell. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. Um, fine about he's it. He's missing his mate, which is fair. Uh, but uh, again, we've already teased that Simo's coming back. And this way, he is coming back. Yeah, he is coming back for some episodes, for not, sure. He's not allowed back. Oh, we need... We need to do like an episode countdown, but we'll probably get it wrong and end up saying it. Four left, and then it's Simo's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but we are visiting Kent and Whitstable Bay this week um, to try their pale ale, Whitstable Bay. Um, but first, we've got the hot topic, and I've forgotten who we're going to for that one. I'll do it. Barbara's got it. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, what is it again? Ah, yeah. Oh, let's make it all sound improvised. <laughs> um, right. So, bear with me. What do we like to talk about? Yeah, that's beer. right. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this does sound like I'm making coffee? it up now. Right, that beer. Was, yeah, we've yeah, we done coffee. No, that was the last yeah. episode. It was all about coffee. <laughs> we, we've moved on. Again, another podcast for another day. Um, in the realm of beer, then, chaps, I want you to... Well, what what's missing and what have you heard of before and what do you think is maybe a gap in the market in terms of beer and health trends? I mean, not two phrases you normally chuck together that readily. Well, we've got a plethora of, like, low-calorie beers at the moment. There's a lot of low-calorie beers. There's, the There's a lot of low-alcoholic beer, beers as well. What was that one? Skinny beer. Skinny beers, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there was one brewery said they had a sports drink. That was just oh, er, beer. Erdinger? Was it Erdinger? Yeah, Erdinger's <laughs> non-alcoholic was positioning itself as a sports, a sports, drink. <laughs> sports drink. Quick, look at Which the Erdingers. One guy's just like finishes the 100 metres at the Olympics or, or even, better, no, even better, like the marathon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. he's lying on the track panting, covered in sweat, and his, men, his, his little team and like physio stuff, quick, get him an Erdinger. <laughs> Uh, get him the Erdinger alcohol fry. Yeah. <laughs> or what's the, it's got to be chilled. The, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it an American football where they pour the Powerade over Gatorade. the coach's head? Gatorade. 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 But instead it's just a thing of Erdinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. They just need a sports bottle, don't they? You know, like with the kind of plastic nipply thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, well, no, so... <laughs> um, let's move on from that. Um, there's... Uh, well, just one that I think actually, um, Drabs, you put us onto this week. Um, and she will just open up and, and think about it. There is seemingly just as an online presence, sugar free beer available uh, now. So mm. I'm going to need some explaining on it in terms of how it works because I always thought there's got to be a bit of sugar in it anyway. But there's a, um, Italian brewed Beer, they do two uh, sugar-free beer. Um, they do a uh, a lager and a session IPA. These are brewed in the UNESCO World Heritage Site. Um, uh, well, uh, not World Heritage Site, but Natural uh, Area of Beauty in Treviso in Italy. So northern France and uh, northern France, <laughs> northern Italy. Um, I believe that's up on in, in the eastern corner. Um, and they do Salute, which is the um, lager. 4.8% and session IPA that's 4.6 um, and these are the idea is to be sugar and carb free um, premium beers um, is, okay. is there some space for this in the world? Well, like, I, um, 
I can get behind a sugar-free beer as a diabetic gentleman who enjoys beer, but my experience aimed at you, sugar- isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was more weird that the only reason I heard of it was because I'm assuming my phone heard me talking that I'm diabetic, and then a, then an ad appeared, and now I'm continuously getting ads for diabetic for sugar-free beer. Um, but in the world of sugar-free products, sugar-free products tend to be pretty naff. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, there was there was um, uh, what was the uh, the Coke came out with a green can uh, stevia. So stevia was was tipped to be the 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 sugar killer. The ant, you know, it was sweet. It was, but it was no like sugar involved with it. Stevia, and that's kind of gone away. You know, people aren't really that interested anymore. Kind of just pulling pulling this back to beer. So obviously, sugar as a thing is part of the brewing process. It's a creation of the yeast that comes out and, and that's where the sugar comes from. But no sugar is actually added at all in any brewing process. So unless I, it's non-alcoholic. Yeah. So you're looking at normal beer, so a Budweiser for example has 10.6 grams of uh, of carbs in in it, um, which is a combination of a, of a few things, but it's got 0 grams of sugar in it. Okay? Miller High Life. You might know Miller High Life. You know, 12.2 grams of carbs, no grams of sugar. Uh, and then another one here that you might know, um, a light beer, just a generic light beer, would have 5.9 grams of carbs and 0.3 grams of sugar as part of the brewing process. A non-alcoholic beer, I was finding this, I was looking at this, on average will have a 2.8, uh, 28.5 grams of carbs and 28.5 grams of sugar. In it. Crikey, okay. Because on those numbers before, I was going to say, well, sugar-free beer isn't that much of a revelation then if there's not that much sugar in it. But actually, there is in, in, in other bits, just those examples so, you gave before. So so exactly. So basically what they're saying is like it's a sugar-free beer, but really they're talking about non-alcoholic beer. Because the brewing process of creating beer will leave carbohydrates as part of the brewing process. Obviously, you're going to you know, drink something that's going to have carbs in it, but it doesn't have any sugar in it. In the fact that you're adding grams of added extra grams of sugar into this, right? Okay, because I, I mean, the other thing is, I was thinking actually from doing little stuff on wine in the past. Mm. The sweet, a sweeter wine just typically was less alcoholic because the alcohol is created by breaking down those sugars. Yeah. So you know, a one that, that was less sweet, it just means it's been almost fermented longer, and actually they've created more alcohol. And it's typically stronger, but. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely mate. <laughs> Sorry. Is this the Jesse Lingard situation? No. no. <laughs> no dad, dad's just had a taste of the guaylo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's absolute. <laughs> is, is the feedback. Sorry, that's an episode ago. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's how I understand. That was what the I understood the relationship between al- uh, sugar and, and alcohol being. So I kind of never thought there wouldn't be any ever any sugar, but you would have thought it would be that it'd been broken down into the alcohol. Basically, well, you're absolutely spot on because it's basically the ba- main type of sugar in in beer is maltose, which you can guess. Malt- you know, yeah. it's two types of yeah. two types of glucose molecules. Mm. So it's type it's classed as a simple sugar, mm. right? But you know, the only it's and and simple, uh, you know, maltose and other simple sugars comprise only about eighty percent of the wort's fermentable sugar content. 
Okay. There you go. We've talked about the walk before. Yeah. In contrast, <laughs> the remaining 20% c- consists of Oli Gola... Okay, I'm going to have a go at this. Oligosaccharides. Saccharides, yeah. Which the yeast doesn't ferment. So basically, it's, it's, it's a key part of beer is what we're basically saying is these carbohydrates, which is made of simple sugars, so, so which is saying, simple sugar is a part of. So these sugar-free beers, it has no sugar and it's saying it has no carbs. It's just taken the key parts out of the beer. That's a good question. Is this sugar-free beer saying that it has no carbs? Yeah. So it says okay. on their website, uh, sugar-free and carb-free, but probably tastes better or just as good as your everyday beer is what they're claiming. Interesting. I, so, maybe this is their whole business plan to get you to try it, just to buy this quite expensive first <laughs> first crate of beer, and then you go, oh, I'm not so keen on that, and you never do it again. Well, that's um, it. It's 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 twenty four pounds for twelve beers, which is maybe we'll have a whip round. <laughs> we'll yeah. get a crate between us. <laughs> t- t- tell you what, we will message them, and we will we'll see if we can get some for free. That's the that's the. Yeah, yeah. It's been it, we've been quite successful in getting that done. If I'm quite honest, so let's. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we can get that happening. But I'm I'm more um, unsure about this whole. Are they a real company or not? Just a website to get traffic coming to because uh, doesn't I've never seen them in any shops. I've never heard of them in many web like news articles or anything. Orderable online apparently, but also got a very whizzy website. There's actually got a lion that roars at you when you first land on it. Which is just what those people who want sugar-free beer want. <laughs> yeah. um, to be honest, yeah, also, with, with uh, Travis was just mentioned about the price and that sort of thing. Maybe it's just send us your credit card details. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe worth a try. It, the, the page is absolutely flooded with um, happy customer reviews. So um, if you believe those people exist, then they may be worth a try. <laughs> so this week... We are travelling to Kent, as Rich said in the uh, in the, the starting intro, and we're travelling to the beautiful area that is Whitstable Bay. Have any of you gentlemen visited Whitstable Bay before? Uh, I think when I was knee high to a grass. Yeah, I was going to say. I think I think when I was younger, yeah, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Well, it's it's known as a very picturesque, sought after location uh, along the coast. Uh, you know, I mean, you can see this already from the Whitstable Bay Pale Ale logo. They've got some ships, uh, like some old school schooner almost, if I could call it a schooner, uh, with a three sail kind of situation going on, Rich. Maybe your, your seafaring prowess could identify that boat uh, better than I could. It's a Drascom, hey? Yeah. Drascom longboat. Mate, it's not only the beer expert, it's also the boat expert. Is it just everything beginning with B? <laughs> 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 Can't wait for him to get going on bottoms. <laughs> I really wasn't sure where you were going to go with B then. I thought it was going to be bacon. But <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that probably would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, what was so, it called again? The bos- Boscom, or have I just put Dras- B on I believe I believe it's a dress. Maybe maybe a Drascom long. It's a longboat of some. I can't. Maybe not a Drascom. It's a longboat of some sort. Um, it's got a. Oh, it's got. It's got a. I can't. Don't worry about it. Don't explain. <laughs> no, explain for the listeners because you might know that. What are the different sails that we're seeing so it's here? Got, it's got a main, a jib, and maybe a mizzen. If I can. You're tell. making up words now. A mizzen. <laughs> That's not a word. The mizzen. Maybe a mizzen. I, I I can't quite tell. But but the mizzen the mizzen is a the mizzen is a sail at the back. Okay. 
A back sail is called a mizzen. Anyway, so Wisble Bay, there's a distinct um, uh, sailing vibe here. It's a lovely coastal town, isn't mm-hmm. it? Bay's lovely. Away there. Very highly sought after for, for location, for holiday spots um, and holiday trips, as you can both attest to having been there in your youth. And did I understand this as being a, a, a beer out of the Faversham Steam Brewery? Have I got that right? That's is that they have that on their neck, which, if I'm quite honest, I hadn't heard too much about it. However, what I do know is another name you all may know about ah, a little bit more. Of, they are part of the Shepherd Neem ah. Brewing Group. Let's put them that way. Like Legends of Kent. Legends of Kent. Like, the like, like oldest myself, brewery in the UK. Let's put it that way. That They are the U- the oldest brewery. In the UK, they've been brewing for over three hundred years. Now, we, we, you may, avid listeners to the podcast may have heard of of uh, us mentioning about Shepherd Dean before. Anyone want to hazard a guess as to what beer we've talked about, which was a Shepherd Dean previously? I'm not going to answer because I know the answer, but I do just want to give my you know little like we need a little soundbite also for the oldest brewery in, in the UK. I think so. This is me clapping a little bit to say well done for that, but uh, <laughs> I won't answer because I I think I I think I think I know the answer. Um. Bitfire, I think. Yeah, you, darling. You, you did it. I did Perfect. It. Yeah. Spot on. So, yeah, so that was uh, Shepherd Neem's, uh, you know, answer to the 50th anniversary of uh, the ending of, uh, you know, of, of World War Two. I think it was. Um, was it Battle of Britain? No, Battle of Britain, yeah. thank you, which is why it's called Spitfire. Uh, yeah, and so that, that was the one that put Shepherd's Neem on our radar. But, yeah, Whitstable Bay is one of their, their kind of core brews. And and they have quite a few different types of beers in Whitstable Bay range, don't they? Mm. This is, I guess everyone's got the same as me, the, the pale ale, which is the light, real light, very sessionable to me. But mind you, we are coming to this uh, on, on the back of the Guaylo uh, <laughs> session, but this is 4%. Um, yeah, pale, citrusy, lovely summer beer for the non-lager drinkers. Again, a real, real malty hit. What, uh, what other bit? Can you do the other beers? I teed you up for oh, what sorry. other beers they yeah. have. And also, you want yeah. to know about what the other ones are. They've got a ruby ale. Um, I think they do it. Is it a blonde lager a, and, and a black stout as well? They've got a blonde and an organic ale. Oh, an organic ale. Yeah. Which looks a sort of, a sort of deeper, almost chestnutty sort of colour, isn't it? The. Uh, yeah, uh, I think they'd probably describe it as a golden ale, but uh, yeah, an or- organic. I think I I thought I'd seen on a label that it was the what I was calling ruby was actually a red IPA, but mm. then it's, I I should all check myself on that because I think that actually might be two <laughs> different beers. I've just noticed something. Watch the um, I'm on the organic one. I think they've all on it. There's a, a nice gentleman a, vi- a video of a gentleman taking a beer. Watch how many times he blinks his eyes just before he takes a sip. This. Oh god, he likes that, doesn't he? <laughs> that is an unnatural amount of blinking going on before he takes his sip of his beer. Don't don't worry, the well, camera's I'm just, on you. I'm just I'm camera's just, only I'm on just, you for a second. I'm just queuing it up. <laughs> He's almost gone. They've just gone. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Now do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, wait so, for it. Wait right, for so, it. Yeah. So, 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 so I, I weirdly had a similar sort of situation yesterday where I was, I were, I was helping a friend out um, at this, um, at this event. He was, he was, he, ne- he needed to be become help, and I was in charge of handing out popcorn 
at this event nice. that I needed handing out with. That's a then, solid job. It's yeah. a solid job. And there was and there were there was a photographer going around taking loads and loads of pictures of the event. It was quite a big like documentary premiere and all this sort of stuff. And my job was to hand was to hand a popcorn out. And this photographer's coming around. He goes, right, can you pick the popcorn up and slowly lift it? And then can you put it back down and up again and back down? <laughs> and he's just taking all of these pictures of me just just lifting this one thing of popcorn up and down for about no word of a lie about five minutes of me lifting popcorn up and down and he goes yep probably won't use those and i was like great cool that's it. <laughs> thanks for that yeah i don't know that's a bit of information you just did not need after that is it? yeah that's that's <laughs> the end of it that's that's, that's a real kicking while you're yeah, down kind of situation down, yeah. Yeah. i was doing you oh it's favor. nothing to do with the popcorn it's all to do with you yeah, i don't want you to be in 100 percent Great, cool. Oh, that's terrible. Thanks for that. So yeah, I guess Whistable Bay, you know, it's as Barbie, you mentioned it, you know, refreshingly light pale ale. And yeah, I do get this refreshing nature from this pale ale. It is nothing but a summer beer in my eyes. It, I mean, you could drink it all year round, obviously. It's available all year round. It's not like it's a limited edition or a limited batch. This is a core staple from Whistable Bay, aka Shepherd Neem, but Rich, are you getting it's on? Delicious. Are you getting on with it? It's not very crafty. Well, you know, yeah, look, I, I know I love a craft beer and stuff, but yeah, Wit- Whitstool Bay is light. It is easy drinking. It's not going to blow me away and everything like that. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended. But if I was in Whitstable Bay, I would definitely drink a Whitstable Bay. I'm actually. Do you know the one that's really drawing my eye actually? Because I was having a bit of a bit of a look at it on online. Is the is the Whitstable Bay Black Stout with the stouts? You know, there's you know there is that first word in it, which is Guinness. But I'm, I keep looking at, at it and I think, yeah, it, I, there's a picture of two people cheersing with uh, a pint of the, the the Black Stout, and you can see it like it's at quite an angle, so it really should be pouring out, like spilling over. <laughs> the glass, but it's just staying firmly well put where it is. So maybe not such a summer one, but um, yeah, I quite, I, I'm quite drawn to that. It's a fun vibe, I think. You could probably, you know, enjoy it and throw down a wistful bay when you're on the coast in the south. The south, you can probably get it all up and down the country. I'd imagine with the with the presence that Shepherd Neem have, but it is very much a you know southeast kind of stronghold. Let's put it that way. I'm trying to. Th- I'm going to ask you, ask you guys. If you had almost like a scale of all the beers that we've looked at, what beer, say from the old school on one end to the really crafty at the other end, what beer is next to this on the spectrum and what beer is at the opposite end? And the thing is, I was going to say, so for me, I wasn't going to say Spitfire being next to it, because it's kind of a bit of a cheat, because we just talked about it earlier on. Well, I was going to say the same thing. It, it is a spit, this feels like a Spitfire, but that's probably just because it feels like a, a steam brewery, you know, a, a Shepherd Neem beer, right? I was thinking maybe, um, I'm thinking it's old school, but it's pale and golden. It could almost sit alongside some of the... Um, uh, Oh God! How have I not remembered? What's the one near you, Joe? Um, Why oh, can't I remember? Sussex, Sussex-based. Um, yeah, just just say the name of the Harvey's. Harvey's. I could see this. These sat next to Harvey's. Yeah. 
And then a similar, simi- similar <laughs> lineage. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar, a similar limit lineage of yeah. uh, Harvey's for sure. Yeah. And then at the other end of the spectrum, what beer is this? Not Tiny Rebel. <laughs> it's like the well, yeah, I mean, you've got a Tiny you, Rebel. Let, let's try and like let's do apples to apples rather than pears to apples, and let's do like absolutely Tiny Rebels Pale Ale. What is that? That's the Club Tropica. This is nothing like a Club Tropica. <laughs> I would, you know what? I would quite like to see the collab between Shepherd's Neem and Tiny Rebel. Tiny Shepherd. Yeah. I, Tiny Shepherd. <laughs> yes. Tiny right. Shepherd. Oh man, is... I'm not even getting paid for this stuff. <laughs> What's going on? My my inclination is that a, a, a family owned historic brewery like Whitstable Bay Rebel and Shepherd like. and Shepherd's Neem. Aren't really that into the whole collab scene, unfortunately. They they kind of do their thing. They're like they know what their drinkers, their consumers want, and that that's basically it. I love that idea of the bloke from Tiny Rebel turning up at the 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 Havisham the Steam Brewery, Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, on, yeah, his, yeah. on his skateboard with his Kanye no, on West his e-scooter, yeah, with his e-scooter, wearing like Kanye West like shutter sunglasses. <laughs> I, I can I can imagine most of the tiny rebel brewing staff vape some sort of like cherry bakewell smelling yes. vape thing. Yeah, totally. And 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 the um yeah the owner of the owner of Favisham uh, Steam Brewery walks out head to toe in tweed with his oh, flat well, cap on and his Yorkshire terrier <laughs> by, by his foot. What's all this then? <laughs> so, no. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sound like a match made in heaven. Got one of these in his mouth as well. Oh wow! Yeah, what exactly. Is that? That's a good pipe. That's a good pipe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I well, the best way to describe this is, is Rich apparently isn't on the podcast anymore, but Sherlock Holmes is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man with a handlebar mustache and yeah. a and just the, the biggest pipe you've ever seen. I'm <laughs> that sounds like I'm, a really weird euphemism. <laughs> I'm presuming you have a fancy dress party to go to this weekend. No, I, you know what? I don't. This was part of my leaving present from work. So uh, you don't often see people smoking what? a pipe these days. <laughs> well, I got, Why would they get you a smoking pipe? So, so, so it came. Wait there. Can I try it? <laughs> and with that, he was gone, my dear Watson. He's back. Here he comes. Sorry. And he's got to say, as oh, as okay, this makes more sense it now. The came, whole regalia. Came, this makes more it sense. Came with a captain's hat, a pipe, and a handheld compass. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is why, yeah, your affiliation with Seaman is now complete. <laughs> no, very good. That's actually a very good, uh, yeah. a good, uh, a good get a giveaway present, uh, leaving present. You That's look, great. You look the part. I do now, yeah. So I'm going to wear this for the rest of the podcast. So numbers-wise, on Whistable Bay, they have uh, 10K followers on Instagram. Boom. And on Twitter, they have uh, 3K. Yeah, fair play. I mean, you wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought of the Whistable Bay fans being big social media users, personally. I hope I'm not doing them an injustice. No, but they're also part of the Shepherd Mean family, who own over 300 par- bu- pubs, bars, restaurants, hotels... You know, this in around the UK, like these are a, quite a big group organization. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the largest, sorry, it's the oldest family owned brewery. 1698. It, it is currently owned. The CEO at the top of the table is a Jonathan Neem. So, true to form, it's still very family orientated, family owned. 
Um, yeah, I mean, looking through their history, they've had historians from Faversham charting their history as a, as a guy who's, who's part of the Faversham Historian Society, who's written over three books about the brewery alone and their history, which is, uh, yeah, if you're really into your beer history and you like Faversham area, <laughs> That's all for you. Shepherd Neem is where now, you're going to be it, finding it well. Is it just about the brewery and the beer, or is it about the beer yeah. and the surrounding area? The history, the history of, it probably dives into each family, you know, the family, yeah. how it all links together, and the local area and the community. It'll, it'll probably do a whole thing about cultural side, which you might even touch into social, political, geopolitical as well. It probably sounds like you need to pick up these three books and, and let us know what the crypt the, the, the well, notes are. I do, I do have some audible credits that I've got to use up. So, you know what this guy's listening to on his way to work? <laughs> Bedtime reading, I think, Val. <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>